Hello and welcome to We Are The Daring podcast, episode 10. This one's called Rejection, how to acknowledge it, embrace it and overcome it. This is the podcast for the mamas, the lovers, the mumpreneurs and you. Whoever you are out there listening to this, this is your calling to be more daring. So sit down, listen and relish in this moment just for you. Good morning, beautiful mamas. It is a rather sunny Wednesday morning here on the Gold Coast, and I am really quite happy this morning because I've been able to drop ever off at a new kindy. So it's my first Wednesday off um, mumming in quite some time, and I have decided it's the perfect time to dive into the rejection podcast. So how to acknowledge rejection, embrace it, and how to overcome it. Because I listened to a podcast the other day on rejection and I literally felt my soul shake inside of my body. Every time the word rejection came blaring through my car's speakers, my soul shook to the core and I noticed this is what a real trigger feels like. So let's talk rejection. Now, I'm not going to lie, I'm sitting here squirming and feeling hugely uncomfortable right now as I'm trying to speak this out to you, but I realize that that is all the more reason why I need to unpack whatever shit this brings up for me. And in turn, I know that someone out there, maybe even you listening now, will see value in it for themselves and for their journey also. Now, let's dive in. The biggest rejection for me in my life came about from my partner leaving me pregnant. It was a deep rejection that cut me to the core of who I am. The strong woman in me crumbled because of that rejection. She tried to take her life because of how deeply it felt and how much it consumed her mind, body, and how completely, totally, and utterly it broke her spirit. I am that woman, and I am nearly four years on from that moment. My daughter has just turned three. Happy birthday, Evie. And sometimes the pain of that experience still floors me even now. It hits me in my chest and leaves me completely breathless. It started as rejection and it turned into an extreme resentment that nearly changed me, who I am as a person entirely. So let's dive into the why behind it all. Now, that resentment came about because I had never wanted to be a single mother. I mean, you don't go into a relationship and have a child with someone in the hope that you're going to be a single mother, but I was raised by a single mother and although she did her best and we had everything that we could and, you know, we got through life, I just was raised with a knowing that I wanted to give my daughter a family because that's something I craved for myself for quite some time. And the re- the absolute resentment that came about from not having that, from signing up to a life with someone only to have them walk out and leave me when I needed them most, that resentment was insane. It literally nearly, I felt like I was going to self-combust sometimes because of how deep that resentment was. So deep breaths. When I faced that big rejection of my life, The emotions that it brought up was so incredibly consuming that I felt I couldn't unpack all I needed to because I was so busy trying to set up a life for a new baby. 
I knew I was going to be raising her solely on my own. I went through the stages of grief and let me tell you, they were no fun, but it was the rejection that I only realized in listening to this podcast about rejection by Katie Dean. That is something that I am working through still. I remember one day after the experience in inverted commas, as I call it, I hadn't heard a word from my then partner since he had left and I was sitting in the house that we shared together. I sat there in the darkness with the blinds down and every curtain drawn shut. This part always really takes me back. My eyes were blackened and swollen from tears and I was sitting there feeling that rejection so deeply. I just couldn't get over the fact that I signed up for forever and yet here I was alone really upset and tr- and facing life as a single mother. I couldn't believe how stupid I had been and how foolish to think that I was worthy of a happily ever after with someone. A beautiful family of my own. I felt that I was going to be worthy of that. And then there I was, pregnant, alone, sitting on the floor. No idea how I would get off the floor, let alone how I would create a life for myself and my baby. The rejection of The man that I had thought would be the one person in life that I could rely on was deep. But here is what I learned. Rejection from relationships is poisonous. If not healed, it can seep in and poison other parts of your life. It can grow and fester and turn into a little voice in your head that takes over the rest of your life, whispering shitty little phrases to you like, for mine, mine, for example, it's favorite. You aren't worthless. You were worthless. Sorry. You aren't good enough. You aren't worthy. No one will love you. You aren't lovable. You aren't fun enough to be around. You'll never meet someone because you aren't deserving of it. For months, that voice plagued me. It seeped into every single moment of my pregnancy. I even called off my beautiful baby shower with all my girlfriends that someone had organized for me because I didn't feel worthy of celebrating and I was so paranoid that everyone would see how I was feeling on the inside and that it would translate to the outside and I couldn't face them seeing me like that. It was ugly. It killed my vibration. I wasn't sparkly. I wasn't fun to be around. That part was definitely true. I didn't want to be around anyone because I felt so ugly so worthless and so rejected by by my partner, the one who had I had really thought was going to be my forever love and someone that I would raise a family with. I also felt rejected by society. It's the the world when you are pregnant is built for two people, and it can be really scary when you go out there and people keep saying, "Will your partner be joining us?" Because no one assumes that you are going it alone. To be honest, that that was heartbreaking. It was like a stab to the soul every time someone said that to me. I started to realize when those feelings would come up, those really gross festering feelings, I would notice and acknowledge, be aware and sit through it in the uncomfortableness of it. And I thought that I had done all of the work around it. So to be honest, when I felt triggers while listening to a simple podcast the other day, I was fucking pissed. I was literally sitting there shaking my head thinking, four years on? Really? But then something Katie said on her podcast clicked. It's what Because it's what comes after the rejection for us. It's not the rejection. It's what we hear it to be. It's what it brings up for us. 
Katie said this and it hit home. It's never the action of someone else's decision. It's what we allow that decision to mean for us that sits with us. It's what we take home. Now, those words went ding, 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 ding. I had allowed my then partner's decision to leave me to dictate my self-worth. The words I heard from his action of leaving me were, you are worthless. And they replayed over and over and over again, more times than I'm willing to admit. For so long during this experience, I hadn't looked at his action for what it was. Sure, I knew in my heart, but my head would take over and scream over the top of any sense I was trying to make. What the action meant to me goes so much deeper than just that experience. And I know that, but man, this caught me off guard. Now that I've got you thinking about how to acknowledge your own big rejection in your life, whether from love, from job, from your friendship group, a mother's group, cringe, they can be so horrid, or whatever else bubbled to the surface for you when I said the the word rejection, let's talk about embracing it. For me, it's been a slow process. I started healing myself from this rejection with every way I knew how. I kind of became obsessed with it. I wanted that icky feeling and not in my stomach gone, you know the one. Yeah, that feeling that comes up after a breakup and leaves you feeling like you ate a boulder that turned your stomach into a maze of snakes and left you unable to eat or worse, wanting to eat your weight through a pastry aisle. I was desperate to kick that feeling to the curb and work walk forward with confidence into my new life as a solo mother. I had to get rid of that feeling in order to survive as a single mother and in order to survive the rejection. And I had become obsessed with powering through it. I booked myself into a psychic for some clarity. I had Reiki and energy healing quite a few times. I saw a psychologist, a therapist, a cognitive behavioral therapist, went to sound healing, meditated as much as a monk, journaled, did talks on it, overshared, sat with it, crying in the bath and worked through it with some healing frequency meditation music daily and the Tapping Solution app. And now here we are. Embracing it came with the knowledge that unfortunately for my daughter, that wasn't the big love relationship in my life that I thought it was. It was just another lesson and a really tough one at that. The moment I stopped looking at it like a horrible ordeal and something that had happened to me, it started. I started viewing it as a lesson that I could learn from and one that I could gain experience and great life experience at that from. The moment I did that, the game changed. I actually became full of gratitude for what I had walked through. I dropped the victim mentality and I looked for the part I had in it because look, that part was hard. It is so easy to blame someone when we are hurting, but the the life lesson really lies in pointing the finger back at yourself. I remember when looking in the mirror and I said to myself, you chose this man. Your heart was led to love him and look for a time you did but you decided to continue on with this pregnancy. You didn't choose to be a single mother, but you can choose how well you handle becoming one. I remember standing there crying, looking at myself and my growing bump in the mirror, and I let those words seep in. So if you are struggling with rejection of any kind, 
let me ask you these questions. What can you take away from your big rejection that can better you? Has someone's act or decision of rejection led you to give yourself a shitty in a dialogue that you now need to get rid of that immediately? What comes up for you when I say the word rejection? What is your first thought? If you were sitting at home, I want you to currently write down the first thing, feeling, emotion, moment in your life that came to your mind when I said the word rejection. If you are driving, please make a mental note of what came through for you or head back. Pause me now and head back or wait till you can pull over. Take really deep notes on what is coming through for you and coming to the cold, hard realization that more healing needs to be done. Don't worry if that's coming up for you that you are realizing, crap, something's come up for me when you said that. I still need to do more healing because it's an integral part of moving through it. And you're going to go back and forth. So don't beat yourself up over it. If you thought you'd healed something, and when I said rejection, it's just brought it back to the surface because healing is hard work. It's the running away from it that's easy. It's the partying, the moving on to the next person without so much as a thought, band-aiding, pretending, and casting yourself as a lead victim role, which we're all guilty of sometimes. That is the easy part. It's the healing that is the hard part. So I'm pretty sure with what we have just talked about that you now know what your big rejection is and what has come up for you, what is out of alignment to you moving forward. But now let's talk about how to overcome it. I want to talk to you a little bit more about tapping. Because to me, most people that I talk to about about this are like tapping what? What? I have a tap in my bathroom or in my kitchen. I don't know what you're talking about. So it's also known as emotional freedom technique. I love that name for it or EFT. It involves tapping near the end points of the energy meridians to clear the thought that you are focusing on. Now, I myself, since listening to the podcast the other day and even giving this one to you guys, I'm about to go into a phase of tapping to release the icky feeling that came up when I myself heard the word rejection. I love the Tapping Solution app. So if you want to go and download that, that has some really free tapping apps, um, tapping little uh, workshops in there that you can do. It does have some paid ones as well. Um, If you don't know Gala Darling, go and check her out on Instagram. She talks a lot about tapping in her work. I believe that the best way to overcome a feeling, emotion or roadblock that has thrown you out of alignment is to find a healing source that works for you just start researching. It could be tapping, like I mentioned, which I really love, or it could be Reiki, kinesiology, or simply just listening to a healing frequency meditation as you shift your focus to that particular emotion and where you are harboring it in your body. So if you think of healing like this, you must first seek out the source of your discomfort. Which emotion is it? What is the root cause at the base of it? What triggers you and brings it to the surface? What makes you feel as though you are shifting or clearing it and moving forward? Now, if I've learned anything through healing, it's that it takes time. A whole lot of time. Sometimes I'm completely in alignment with my healing and moving in the right direction. And then something will trigger me and bubble up to the surface and I'm back at square one. But that's all a part of the healing. Because something that I have noticed 
when it floors me and sends me back to square one is that I'm now better at acknowledging it. I'm better at tapping into the right resource for it. And whatever bubbles up is quickly acknowledged and healed. Even though sometimes it feels as though you are moving backwards in the wrong direction in healing, you are actually moving forward and into the right direction. Learning how to deal with your healing and consciously choosing to heal rather than band-aid or ignore will eventually lead you to being the best version of yourself again and to healing it and moving forward. Rejection is uncomfortable, but I encourage you to sit with it, to think about it. If you are putting weight and meaning into it that doesn't belong there, try to self-analyze. If you have put a weight behind it, like I did with the words, you are worthless, and ask yourself, but why? Where did that come from? Where has that come up? Where does it lead back to? Try and trace it back. Now, mine, after doing a little bit of tracing over the last couple of days, I have realized that 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 really goes back to seeing my own mum be a single mum. It really has come about from seeing her relationships. It's come about from my past relationships and, and what happened within them. And it brought up so much for me that I, I really need to go back, retrace and heal. Um, I, I've spoken about it for quite some time that this whole experience really left me feeling worthless. It really did. And it's been a slow process to building myself back to realizing that I'm, I am worthy. I'm not a worthless person, that someone is going to love and adore me for who I am. And that experience eventually will be something that I call upon when I'm talking to someone about what I've been through and they're going to love me for the strength that I have now because of that experience. So there is a means to an end. There is a way that you are going to use whatever pain or whatever rejection you have had in your life to propel you forward. Rejection isn't the be all and end all of our lives. And I think that for me, I just didn't realize how big rejection was through this experience. I really didn't. And I I just didn't think for a long time that it was something that I had to deal with. And you know why I think that could be is because rejection is uncomfortable and no one wants to admit that they were rejected by someone because you automatically, when you say the word rejection, it's that you automatically feel like you weren't good enough, like you weren't good enough for that job or that job role or or um, you know, growing your Instagram account. A lot of people have been messaging me about that lately or you weren't good enough for that man or that relationship or that life or having that car or whatever, you know, that home or whatever it is, it automatically, rejection automatically shifts back to us feeling like, oh, well, I wasn't good enough. And then I, it went on for me and I thought, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not worthy. I'm worthless. And that was a dialogue that I created myself. That wasn't something that he had said to me. That was a dialogue that I created within myself. And realizing that has really helped me to step forward and move through it. So as usual, if you have loved this episode, and I really hope that today that you are able to take away something from this, that in me sharing how uncomfortable rejection has been for me in my own life has helped you realize some, some sort of a rejection that you may need to heal within, you, within your life. And connection is the biggest form of overcoming things. And I think that 
my only goal through even when I began this Instagram, which has now formed into blogging and podcasting and I'm still working out the YouTube side of it. But even since then of starting this, all as I've wanted to do is to connect, support and inspire. And they have been my three kind of little trigger words since the beginning of time. So that's what I hope that you have gained from today. And as usual, hit subscribe, share this episode. If you feel like there is someone out there that could benefit it, maybe it is your audience, maybe it's just someone that you know that has been through a similar experience, maybe you just loved it and you feel like you want to share it, please do so. It helps this little podcast to grow. Or if you want to keep it like your dirty little secret, you know how sometimes I I see a lot of people that say, oh, you know, I go to this beach, but I don't want to share it because I don't want people to taint it. Fair enough. Fair call. Do that if you like. You can find me on Instagram at Layla Steed. So at L-E-I-L-A-S-T-E-A-D. I'm working on my website at the moment, so it's currently under construction, but you can check out my photography at www.wearelemama.com.au. It's been so nice speaking with you today. If you have anything that you want to talk to me about, please DM me or send me an email. I just, I love to hear from you guys. I love to hear how you're moving through things in your own life. And I really hope that you've taken something away today. Have a lovely day.